welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin. I'm a transformation and human design guide who is passionate about guiding women to be the most authentic versions of themselves. This podcast is all about self-discovery, self-empowerment, wellness, healing, parenting, mental health, spirituality, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This podcast and this space is all about helping you along on your own self-project journey. So welcome. Let's sit back and we'll dive right in today. Welcome back to the show today. I am so excited to be able to have on as our guest today, Stephanie Shaw. And Stephanie Shaw is a nutrition strategist, and she works with executive and CEO level divorced women who are frustrated with the extra weight, lack of energy, and inability to focus on the task at hand. They've tried everything and nothing works. Uh, So powerful. Right away, I identified with almost all of that. So Stephanie, if you don't mind, um, do you mind just introducing yourself, sharing a little more about you and just kind of more of your story that led you to kind of this niche and to want to work with other people in this way? Yes. First of all, Christy, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here today. Yeah, my, my story, I think the more I tell the story, the more typical it becomes. So I spent 20 years in corporate America, you know, that high pressure job, always trying to break through that glass ceiling. Um, and then towards the end of that corporate career, I went on to lead a nonprofit organization, but it still had that high pressure behind it. So if I really think back, all of the things that um, happened where my body actually crashed, I had been seeing it slowly over the years. So the brain fog, the fatigue, um, the thinning of my hair, rapid heartbeat when I ate certain foods, all of that um, was kind of, there were small cues, but what happened is I actually was on a business trip. It was March 23rd, 2017. I was walking down the street in New Orleans. I like step my, can't you not step my foot onto Bourbon Street and I shouldn't have been there anyway, right? No, <laughs> but uh, I, so I, uh, I wasn't going to party. I just wanted to go see the sights, but I, I felt, I started having like stroke or heart attack, like symptoms. My jaw became numb. My feet were tingling. My heartbeat was racing really quickly. And that began a two-year journey of trying to discover what was going on with my body. In that time frame, I went to 18 different doctors, um, two world-renowned medical facilities. I ended up in three different states. So I'm, I live in Ohio. So Ohio, Pennsylvania, um, uh, where else? Oklahoma, all of those places I went to trying to decide um, or discover what was going on with my body. And no one could give me an answer um, as to what was going on. So um, I finally found a naturopath. And that person pointed me in the direction of changing the way that I ate. And by doing that, I discovered that I could get healthy again without any medication just by changing the the foods that I ate. That's incredible. 
Um, you know, more and more, I feel like I've been, you know, learning of these alternative ways of healing. Um, I myself come from a nursing background. So I spent 10 years in the emergency room before I left to stay at home with my kids. So I always approach things from a real science standpoint and like a a Western medicine standpoint. And I feel like over the last couple of years, um, I've just been learning so much more about all these other I just call them alternative treatments, but it's really the body doing what it's designed to do when we just kind of get back to the basics, <laughs> you know? So I just, yeah, it's that. Yeah, I, I just love hearing this, that, that just this, just something as simple as, as your food, we have to eat it anyways, right? We have to have food anyways, but something as simple as that, that you can make these changes and these shifts and have avoid medication, avoid procedures, you know, avoid more long-term complications and just more health complications. So did you ever get like an official diagnosis about what was going on? No, I had MRIs and I always put an S on the end of everything because uh, it's just, it was just that it was plural. I had MRIs, CAT scans. Um, I was tested for lupus, Addison's disease, you name it, like the typical things that people could come up with. Um, all of that happened and I was never, ever diagnosed. So, um, and you're right, the difference between Western and Eastern medicine, it was life-changing. So when I started um, working on mindset and start working on exactly the foods that I was putting into my body, being able to learn how to relax more, that's when I saw the difference. I had a naturopath slash chiropractor. He's both. Um, he gave me like this two pager and it basically said, eat this and don't eat that. Now, kid you not, it, it really, really helped, but I'm the person that needs to dig deeper and know more. And that's how I got on this journey to helping other women from that. So again, he gave me the information, but I needed to know, you know, why can't I eat apples, peaches, and bananas? Like, why is my body so different? And then learning that all of us, as you know, we already know that we're all unique, but starting to understand that we're unique in the foods that we eat and the foods that our body can tolerate too, was a huge difference. So I went back, got certifications, just dug into the education part of specifically the nutrition. And I'm telling you, it has been a complete game changer. I can't, like, I'm a lightweight. I can't even take a half dose of Tylenol. <laughs> I'm like out for four days straight. So knowing that I could, knowing that I could just use food to heal my body was huge for me. Oh, that's incredible. And I can't wait to dive more into that. But I picked up on something where you said like the food you know, our food's unique to us because everybody's body's going to react differently. And then I was thinking like how he gave you that two pager. Did it take some experimentation in that? Like, okay, well, this was on the do list, but that didn't work for me. So did you find yourself kind of playing and having to experiment within that? And do you have to do that like with your clients too? Yeah. So there, there is a little bit of experimentation to it, but a lot of what I found is that, um, he, the, knowing what your body doesn't tolerate well is actually the key to, to getting better. So when I did the test with him, he learned that. So it was so funny. It was that summer, like 
these were the best peaches in the world that summer. And I'd probably eaten peaches like every single day for weeks. I would stop on my way from home and drop on my way to work each day. Um, but my body wasn't tolerating them. It was either I was getting too much of a certain thing at one time, um, along with apples, pineapples, cabbage, all of, I found what my body wasn't tolerating. And then I just started to eliminate those. But what I teach my clients is you can eliminate them for a while, but that doesn't mean you have to give them up all the time. So for me, like I still don't eat cabbage a lot, you know, probably because I grew up and we ate it every Sunday. So that was an easy one kind of to give away. But I love bok choy still. And that's kind of in the that's in the family. So instead of just giving those things up, I just am conscious about the amount that I eat, you know, not eating them every single day, maybe every once in a while. And so like the test that he gave me, um, I give my clients um, a test as well. And it's a hair analysis. So we, so I say that I peel back the layers down to the DNA to determine what's right for their body. So what I do is, uh, again, they, I collect the hair, they, we, I send it off to a lab, and then that lab informs them of what their body isn't tolerating at that time. So you get like red, yellow, green, and gray. And it's so it's, it works so well that I had a client who avocados was one of hers. Um, and there was a couple other quote unquote, good foods that was hers. She had been exercising, intermittent fasting, doing everything possible to try to lose weight. Once she started with me and she was able to have this hair analysis done, determine what was not working for her body three weeks, she had lost seven pounds. So it's, yeah, it, it's a life changer starting to recognize what works specifically for you and not being on a, you know, a keto or any large name brand type of plan because everything is not for everyone. Oh my gosh. I'm completely mind blown when you said that, that like we can pinpoint it specific to you. I'm just like, where do we go? Let's yeah. go. Where do I send my hair? Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, where do I send my hair? At? <laughs> oh my gosh. So when you say you're like peeling back the layers down to the DNA, that's exactly what you mean then. Like we're literally sending the DNA and looking at that. Um, so then once that comes back and, and your clients have that, like where, you know, where do we go next with that? You start again, changing those food choices. And sometimes, um, you know, we know we need to eat better. Like we know we need to eat more fruits, more vegetables, but what happens you know, there's an emotional and like a mindset psychological component to it too. So how do we start like, you know, working all of that in <laughs> and making the changes? I, I love that you, yes, I love that you said that. So my protocol is called the mind body business method. And there's four steps in that protocol, mindset, um, inflammation, decreasing inflammation, making sure you have a steady metabolism and making sure that your hormones are healthy. So by using that four-step protocol, that is how exactly how we get to success. Um, just like you said, it starts with behavior changes. So why do you feel it necessary to eat that certain type of food or that certain type of food at a certain time of day? What other barriers to you taking control of your health are in your way? So is it stress? Is it something um, family related? You know, I can never tell my mom no when she makes that dessert every Saturday because I don't want to hurt her feelings or I'm, I go out to eat with clients all the time. I'll feel bad not eating with them. So changing that behavior and mindset about 
it's not about the food or you feeling bad, but recognizing it's about your health long-term, how you're going to feel, and then putting some steps and um, practices in place. So one client recently said she, um, her mom makes this, I think it's pistachio pudding and she loves. So she didn't want to hurt her mom's feelings. So instead of eating the big bowl that she normally eats, she ate a small portion of it. And to the party, she brought fresh fruit and other options for everyone else, but things that she could eat as well. Um, other clients will, before you go to that lunch that you have to go out um, with a client with, you could eat before you go, or if you don't have an opportunity to do that, ask what they're putting in your food. I, my kids often joke that mom, they're doing something bad to your food because you, you ask for so many options. But I will say, you know, um, can you not butter the bread before you brown it? Or can you, you know, put less cheese on? Like we ordered a pizza last time. I'm like, make sure you order my cheese with light, my pizza with light cheese. Uh, so it's not about not eating those things. So that's part of the mindset too. It's not like you have to eliminate those things forever. It's eating in moderation and then determining how, when you are eating those things, how you can maybe scale back some of the, fat, oil, butter, and, and things like that. It's all, yeah, all about those behavior changes. Great tips. I love that. And I love how you said just like, okay, like with the pistachio pudding, just have a little portion. And so, but yeah, I, my grandma's like that. When we go to things, she's always, she always makes like sweet potato yams with the marshmallows. And she's like, everybody has to have some. And I'm like, I'll eat a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah, eat a little bit. Or so we, what we started doing was we would still, because that's my Thanksgiving thing. We have to have that. Like I, I think I, they would kick me out of the house if I didn't make it, but I also make just a couple yams as well. So while I'll get my fix of eating a little bit, when I want some more, I'll go grab the plain yam and eat it. And I don't feel deprived in that way. So just again, coming up with some healthy alternatives. I love that. I absolutely love that tip. So, you know, then you talked about too. Um, so addressing that part of it, the mindset, and then like the inflammation. So do you see um, like certain foods that we're eating that's causing inflammation in the body? Like, how does that work? How does that connection all go together? Yeah. So some people um, find that they have inflammation in the body. So sugar is a trigger. Like for me personally, I can eat something sweet and automatically feel like um, something in my throat. Like I can, I can feel that that is going to lead to inflammation in my body. Sugar, dairy products also can be triggers for inflammation. And so trying, I don't, I never tell people to completely eliminate anything because sometimes that take, takes you to the other extreme. So you want to be careful with that. But instead of eating white sugar or processed sugar, you know, replace um, sugar with a fruit. So for example, if I make brownies, I use dates for my sweetener. Hot chocolate, I'll use dates, cacao, and a plant-based milk, blend it up in a, a blender, and then I use that. That's my hot chocolate. So there's no sugar involved, but it's just as sweet. And the same thing with dairy products. There are tons of different ways to replace the traditional dairy products. Um, so plant, again, plant, plant-based milks. Um, you can use the aquafaba, which is the liquid part of your chickpeas. If you get chickpeas in a pan, uh, can, the aquafaba is an egg replacement. So if you blend that up, you, it yep, makes a nice fluffy egg. Uh, so there are tons of 
alternative ways um, for cheese, for example, cashews, um, blend up your cashews, put some garlic salt and nutritional yeast in it. That replaces your Parmesan cheese. So there's tons and tons of alternatives out there. So maybe if you say, you know, I don't want to go dairy free or I'm not giving up my sugar, just like with the other things, maybe it's, you know, one or two days a week, you're having a dairy. And then the other days of the week, you're replacing it with an alternative so that you're not feeling that deprivation. That's what I, I want most of my clients. I like don't want them to feel deprived because personally, I go to bed thinking about food. I wake up thinking about food. <laughs> and that's why I thought, oh, this is like the perfect career for me because I can talk about food all day long. <laughs> so I don't want anyone else to ever feel deprived. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um... And I absolutely love what you're doing for people here, because like you said, you, you figured out how to heal your body. And now it's like, this is too good not to share with everybody else. So what I love though, um, is you, you specifically say like you support divorced women. Do you also support women who aren't divorced? I do. I do. It's so, um, so when that it just seems to be the clients that I've attracted, no right, wrong, or indifference. And I think um, taking control of your body is one area of, that you can now control. So often when going through a divorce, you, um, you know, if you have children, then there's perhaps shared custody. So you may not be able to control the, the way that your child is raised all the time. You don't particularly have um, maybe the same control over your finances, the same control over the way you act and react to things. So being able to support people who need that opportunity or are looking for that opportunity to control something in their life and make a bigger impact on their family, I find that very encouraging that I'm, I have that opportunity to work with those women. But I do work with all women. I have clients who aren't divorced um, just as well as clients who are. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. So, um, and I also see too, so you, you really work with more like executive and CEO level women and probably entrepreneurs. And so where do you see like, um, kind of a lot of their struggles being, is it because like just more stress? Do you see it as like less time to kind of care for themselves or where, where do you see the struggle at for them? Yeah, you answered it. You hit the both. Both. Yeah. <laughs> so there's the stress of um, going from you know from work to home. So trying, you, you're shifting up. You're like you have so many different roles that you need to play: mom, taxi driver, doctor, lawyer, employee, employer. So there's so many different hats that women wear, especially when you're an executive level woman. Um, it causes a lot of stress on the body. And so our hormones start to react to that different type of stress. Um, so the cortisol levels in our body, um, which uh, are our stress hormones, they sometimes can get out of whack. So if your uh, adrenal glands or if you, um, let's say you're having an adre adrenal rush, so that's good. Someone's breaking into your home. You want to have that rush. You want to be able to react quick, quickly. But often as an executive woman, your adrenals stay in 100 mode all the time. You're always tense, always reacting, always needing to react. And that causes a breakdown in your body. That's why we focus on hormones as well. And I find that women who are executives and are in leadership, they uh, tend to take on, not saying that other women don't, but uh, in my experience, and because it's uh, an environment that I know, 
um, tend to take on more levels of stress and stress comes to them at so many different angles. So that's why I like to work with folks who um, I've had experience. I, I know where they are. I've been in their in their shoes. I understand where they're coming from. I understand what it feels like to, you know, have your computer out at your kid's soccer game because you want to meet that deadline or worrying about how you're going to make numbers this month or make um, payroll so that you can pay your employees. All of that impacts your body, impacts your health. And changing the way that you eat, the way that you behave, and the way that you show up for yourself can ultimately change the way that you start to show up for people. Because once your hormones become more balanced, you um, eliminate the stress, you're eliminating the brain fog, um, things like um, just, just having more energy so you can show up. All of those can be impacted when you work on your mindset and the food that you're eating. And adding exercise as well. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. Well, yeah. Doing some movement. I love that. You know, adding exercise. I used to have such this like idea about like working out and exercise, but I'm like, it's just movement, like move your body in any way that you, that feels good for you. I love that you oh. said that because it's not bodybuilding, not weightlifting. You don't have to run a marathon or anything. For me, it became yoga because during my recovery, I was having internal and external issues. So I could barely move my body. So learning very basic movements like um, just laying in Shavasana sometimes was hard for me because of putting my head back. But learning those basic movements helped me build a practice that helped my overall healing. So yeah, you're right. Any type of movement, walking, any playing with your kids, that's movement, anything at all. Uh, it, it's, it will benefit your body. Yes. I love that. So, you know, what, what I really come back to is the idea, you know, we have all these things impacting us, like, you know, the stress, the hormones are going up and down. So really with this food and by fueling yourself in the way that your body needs, you're just setting yourself up to, you know, be able to, to, like you said, show up in your life in the best way possible. Um, that's been a huge mindset shift for me within the last couple of years is realizing like, wow, you, my health has to be priority because without my health first, like none of the other things get to come behind it, like my business or, you know, like the things I want to do with my kids or all these other things. And that was such a huge moment for me to start really looking at, you know, the things I was putting into my body, the different things that I was doing, the habits that I had, and not saying that it's perfect. Like, you know, I still oh, have no, my no. habits. I told you I had yeah. pizza last night. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And like, I still have some chocolate hidden away from the kids. <laughs> like, shh, don't tell. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but it, uh, that was just like, it was monumental for me to be able to step into kind of that identity of, oh, okay, no, like I'm somebody who treats my body, you know, you know, better who somebody who makes healthier choices. And so being able to like, kind of take on that identity, like I said, just everything, it's a trickle effect from there. It, so it is. I love that you mentioned that because I was really bad at self-care. So I thought self-care equaled being selfish. And until I learned that if I don't take care of myself, I can't take care of my business, my kids, my husband, I can't take care of any of those people without implementing that self-care. And I, I often see women think like I did that self-care is selfish or not understanding self-care doesn't mean a $200 spa day. It could be 
just stepping away from your computer and sitting in silence for a couple of moments. Whatever works for you, that is what self-care is. And that's something else that I always make sure that I'm talking to my clients about. How do you, how do you implement that and leave the guilt behind? Mm, that's big. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I struggle with that. Sometimes. No, I, my kids are adults and I struggle with that. I'm like, oh, wait, shouldn't I be? I'm like, yeah, no, they don't even live with me. <laughs> but I feel <laughs> they're good. I know they're good, but I still struggle with that. Like showing up for yourself is not selfish. You need to do that in order to, to take care of your family and loved ones. Mm, I love that message because I couldn't agree more. Um, so if somebody decided that they wanted to come and work with you, what are the ways in which you work? Are you working one-to-one with people? Do you have um, kind of more of a group program? What do you offer? Yeah, so I offer one-on-one and there's two different ways to work with me. So you can work with me and I become your accountability partner. So we work together for four months. We do your hair analysis, figure out what works best for you, and then take you through I like to educate folks. So you'll get educated on mindset and get tools to use to help with mindset, educating you on hormones, inflammation, metabolism, different things, and and helping you learn some self-care as well. So that's our four months. But a lot of people are like, you know, I just tell me what to do. I got to do it on my own. So I also have a whole foods reset and in that Whole Foods Reset, it, it comes with the DNA analysis also. And then I create the plan for you and then hand the plan off to you. So that that just depends on how the person feels like the, what would work best for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know where they're at. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So where are we able to find you at online and uh, on social media as well? Yeah. So everywhere. It's exactly the same. It's Lee and Ollie. So my website is L-E-I-G-H and Ollie, O-L-L-I-E. So Lee and Ollie.com. And I'm also Lee and Ollie on Facebook and Instagram. And on Clubhouse, I'm Stephanie Shaw. I love that. Clubhouse is awesome. (laughs) I had to take a step back from there because sometimes it's like, (laughs) I'll be on there all day and I'm like, I've been on here all day just listening. (laughs) It, it is awesome. <laughs> well, I love, um, where'd you get the Lee and Ollie? Because I absolutely love that. <laughs> so I love when people ask me that question. So it's my grandmother's middle name. So her name is Nethel Leali Warner. And so she uh, was a huge inspiration in my life, best cook in the world. Uh, and so in 13, 14, I started a food blog and it, I called it Lee and Ollie then. And then when I wanted to launch into nutrition coaching, I'm like, I'm keeping that name because I love it. And it honors my grandmother. Uh, I love that story. Such a cool tribute to her. Like, yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So, love it. And that makes me think of her every day. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And just like that piece of hers with you, you know, yeah. her magic and her essence is all wrapped up, you know, with everything that you're doing. So it's just, it's amazing. So I just have to thank you, Stephanie, so much giving your time to be here today. I love our conversation. I'm like, I feel like we could just like talk and talk and talk about more and more things, but um, just as kind of a closer, do you have maybe just some final words for us or some final tips or something that you feel called to throw in? Yeah. So I always tell women who may be suffering like I did. So that going back to 18 different doctors, there was a couple of reasons. One, they couldn't find anything wrong. And a lot of times I was being dismissed as well. 
So I always advise women to take their own health care into their own hands. If you're not getting the answer, if you're on the 80th doctor, that is okay. You keep going because you know your body better than anyone at all. So be, be that strong voice that you are their customer and the customer is always right. So if you need to go somewhere else, even if it's a 50 year old, uh, a 50 year friendship that you have with that person, move on until you find out what's right for your body. And while you're going through that process, change some of your eating habits and see if that helps you start to feel better because it, uh, it changes cancer, heart disease, diabetes, arthritis. There's so many aspects of your health that you can change when you change your nutrition. Wow. And that's just incredible to think that again, making that change to something that we need to, you know, we need to fuel our body anyways. And wow. Wow. So Stephanie, again, thank you so, so much for being on. I'm completely mind blown. And this has been a wonderful conversation. So if you are listening, please reach out to me, to Stephanie, and just let us know how you love this episode and what some of your takeaways were. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. Come and connect with me over on Instagram at underscore Christy Martin and let me know what your takeaways were and what you want to hear more of. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of these awesome episodes. Leave a review if you love the show and I will see you next time.